You guys have your phones nearby? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, that's good. Um, the problem is I can't find what I... Okay, now I got it. So, the last time we recorded... Yep. The, the day, that morning, I noticed I have, like, a lot of wax buildup oh. in my ear. Oh, no. Right? Uh, like, yeah. I can join tell. The, join the club. Yeah. I mean, doctors have told me, like, oh, my God, you need to... Clean. Yeah, I've had that issue too. I got a lot of ear hair that makes. Any I have that too, but this is wax. I could feel it. Yeah. Like I woke up at yeah. work, I was like, "Oh my god!" You can smell it. So, huh? <laughs> yeah, I can. you can smell it. <laughs> no, I couldn't smell it. <laughs> that would that would really be gross. But I. Uh, so that day, I was like, "Well, I got to record this podcast tonight, and I want to." Um, be able to hear through my earphones. So I went out and I bought the over-the-counter flushes um, and the, the D-Brox stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. So I was doing that for several hours before we recorded, and it made it far worse. Oh, no, no. That, that stuff does not work. It works I, for me. The D-Brox oh. apparently works, but you can't um, flush. The flush is the di- – we'll get to that later. It takes forever, <laughs> but it, it does work. You just have to keep doing it. Like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, is this podcast about metal or age? <laughs> it's about <laughs> well, earwax. I think. I don't know if well, we are talking about 1988, and that was a long time ago. I mean, so. come on. <laughs> you can have you can have earwax problems and ear problems at any age. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I basically I couldn't hear out of my right ear the last time we did a podcast. Oh, oh. that's not good. Um. And then I, um, I went for two days with no hearing. It got a little better th- after that. And then I was like, oh, okay, it's getting better. And then I tried even more extreme measures. Like I, I flushed it some more. And uh, I used those candles, which they don't really recommend. That's yeah. we're supposed to suck out the wax. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, and I was like, I went all over the town to find those things. Like, you don't find much of that therapeutic stuff in Manassas. They're not selling. Uh, yeah, that holistic I Walmart. <laughs> holistic. Shit. Did you go to Amish country and get some Walmart. actual candles that they really made, like those kind of candles? No, no these are <laughs> comb. These are. They're made out. I think they're made out of like beeswax or something. <laughs> but anyway, um, so my ear was getting better. I did all that, and then it got. And then I tried to flush it again, and it got even worse. And it started to hurt really bad. Oh. And I had nothing but a constant ringing in my ear. Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, great. I'm, I'm going to be deaf now. So, uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it, and it was giving me headaches. So I went to, this would have been uh, like five days after the podcast. I went to, I finally went to the doctor and I called out a sick at work, which was kind of funny because when I went to the um, patient first, the, the urgent care by my house. Yeah. My actual ambulance company that I would have been working on that day was there picking up a patient. No. <laughs> Snuck by the ambulance. It's <laughs> like, ah, suckers. <laughs> but uh, so they, um, doctor, she, she looks in my ear and she says, oh, that's blocked. That's the right ear, the bad one. She looks in the other and she's like, oh, that's bad too. <laughs> so both of my ears are screwed, right? She tells the nurse, and this was kind of weird, the nurse, she's like, uh, we need to do an ear lavage in here. And she's and the nurse was like, "Yes!" <laughs> and I look at the doctor, and the doctor looks at me, and she's like, "Yeah, she loves doing ear lavage. I don't know why." 
like that's the weirdest thing okay so uh the sounds like a porno she comes in (laughs) and uh she a french porno well they they, your lavage yes it's a french procedure (laughs) yeah there would be no cleaning of ears if it weren't for the french i guess so um that well they put the debrox in my ears and i sat there for like 10 minutes right while it loosened up Right. And they start flushing my ears out. And and here, here you go. No, you're not going to show us a picture of this. Oh, yes. No. Here, coming to you now. I just ate, man. Picture of my ear lavage. Oh, good Lord. This is going to be cool. Ear lavage. Now, don't focus on the liquid. That's that's just saline. But uh, the chunks. Oh, oh God. Now, wait, what, what? how large of a thing is this in? Is that a bedpan? <laughs> No, it's, uh, it's like kidney sized. Oh, yeah, God, holy fuck. <laughs> Man, your ear took a shit. Few of them. I'd call that diarrhea, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, those are, those are solid. Oh, that's a. Uh, that uh, can look. That's size. one ear. Oh, that's good sized ear poop. Ear poop, yeah. yeah. And I wish I'd taken pictures of the left ear that didn't hurt because uh, it was equally disgusting. So yeah. that was well, that was irrigation, basically that they did. They did. Yeah, they just yeah, flushed it. Okay. Into, like, so I guess that sums out. up this show. Yeah. Uh, did you get your insurance bill yet? No, oh. uh, I think it was just the copay. Okay, I hope. If, if when you get it, it's it'll be copay, and it'll be fine. But it'll be listed as surgery. <laughs> that's no, that's because I've had that done, and they they put it on there. It'll say surgery. Well, that's not good. Yeah, they're like you did. You had ear surgery. I'm like I didn't have ear surgery. <laughs> my insurance is not that great, so that's gonna hurt. Oh yeah. God. Well, hopefully they don't they don't classify it as ear sur- surgery, but well, they might. It, so it turns out I had an infection in that ear oh, at that boy. point, and I, oh, they put boy. me on some very strong antibiotics, and I didn't know this until I was on augmentin. That gives you some really fuck up, fucked up weird dreams. Yeah. Oh, really? It's augmented yeah. reality, right? <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> there you go. I couldn't even sleep properly because the antibiotics were so strong. Oh my god! <laughs> Who knew? Wow. So that's our medical lesson for the podcast, I guess. <laughs> Clean your ears, kids. Clean your ears, yeah. <laughs> When a form of music that our children like becomes linked with ghoulish images and violent theatrics, it demands our attention. Hundreds of thousands of teenagers are locked onto so-called heavy metal music. I grew up metalhead. I love 80s. Yeah! 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 80s metal, like Metallica. Yeah! Yeah! What do you call this? Well, this place is called I Lick My Love Pump. It's going to be abrasive. It's going to be sickening. It's going to be hard to listen to. It's going to be aggressive. And it's going to fucking kick you in the fucking balls of the pussy. Hey, so welcome back. Welcome back to Some More Time Podcast. Episode number nine. Number nine? I didn't even remember what number we were on, so... Well, it's kind of weird because last episode was a Vinnie Paul. It was kind of a... I still consider it episode eight, though. So. It absolutely yeah. was episode eight. What are you talking about? <laughs> See? Keith knows. I, I, know. I fucking know. <laughs> now I know. Yeah. 
say. Well, well, this episode we're going to get back to more of a uh, 1988 stuff. Um, we're going to do a, a few more thrash albums from yeah. 1988. Thrash? Um, thrash? thrash? West Coast! Yeah, Bay Area bands mostly. And then there's going to Swo- be... A- Swobat. Yep. Yes, that's right. Swobat. Swobat. <laughs> Yeah. The term and, some of I, I guess I I came up with that one. Yeah. Second wave of British <laughs> <laughs> messed it up already. Close. You're close. Second <laughs> Do get it. Do get it. What does it stand for? Second, Second wave, wave of Bay, Bay Area, Area thrash. thrash. Oh yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> Second wave of Bay Area thrash. Why don't you say new instead of second? It's actually that's what they call it. They call it the second wave of All right. All right. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, it really is called that. Swobat. It's the bands that came after Metallica. I'm surprised no one ever said that either. I'm surprised I mean, I've never heard that before. I know. Judging from before what Joseph. we've read in the history of these things, it's really like kind of more of the late 80s, you know, the, the bands that kind of rode the coattails a little bit. A little bit. I mean, they got yeah. talent. They definitely have got enough to, to stand on their own, mm-hmm. but I definitely would say following in the footsteps of Metallica and Testament, yeah. you know, helped them. Yeah, so this, this well, episode... Okay. It's, it's Testament, Testament's a little bit... Yeah. Hey, I'm just saying, I'm just, they were a Bay Area that, you know, that was in 87 is when they started, or 80, whatever. Yeah. Okay. You know. Well, the first album was 87. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. You know. yeah. I include them in, in this group. Oh, fuck you. I, well, yeah, I mean, they are. In, they're kind of well, the biggest of this group. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about this group that yeah. we're going to do today. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about Eternal Nightmare by Violence. Vio! <laughs> Lens. Vi- Lens. Vio- Lens. <laughs> uh, Forbidden Evil by Forbidden. Frolic Through the Park by Death Angel. And an honorable mention, which is not a Bay Area band, but no, uh, no Exit by Fate's Warning. So, And I actually think, I actually kind of want to start with Fate's Warning. I think we, we do. Should, I think we should start with the honorable mention and then move to the... Okay. okay. Move to sure. the, uh, the, the, the crux of the conversation. Well, um, I don't know. I, for me, the, the Fate's Warning album... Uh, I, I, this is a again. This is another band that Tim listened to a lot. I think, but I didn't really check them out when I was younger. So, well, I, I, I mean, I, I do. Well, it was okay. Maybe, 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 I mean, start. It, well, the, <laughs> let's face it. This is this is the power metal thing again, just like Halloween, where yeah. you're you're really looking at the all the musicians in this thing. They're pretty much, you know, playing. You know, the entire time they're just feeling. Hey mom, look what I can do. That's I mean they're, 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 they're pretty, dream theater. They're they're kind of bragging in in yeah. what they're doing. I mean they're they're really doing some virtuoso ty- style stuff, but they you know a lot of this style you know I mean uh, dream theater um, somehow another stuff I was reading you know kind of roped Queensrÿche into that and I don't really see that. I mean, I see the connection, uh, but one way or another, mm. you know, a lot of these bands that have extraordinary talent, but, you know, let's face it, they 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 use it, they overuse it instead of creating good songs. I mean, I mean, the music, I enjoyed listening to this album. It's not a bad album in any way, shape, or form, yeah. but it's definitely nothing I'm going to buy. I'm not going to run out. And after, you know, so many times for other bands we've listened to, you know... Uh, yeah, uh, I'd say Flotsam Jetsam. I want to go run out and buy that because that was really yeah, good. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah, that. that that's this album, no. I I think the biggest problem for me was the production. I think it's, really? it's, yeah. it sounds really shitty. I thought the guitars sound nice though. They were super heavy. I thought. Well, they don't always sound nice. I, well, just, that, I don't know. Yeah. The whole thing I thought sounded the the snare on this album is like, and this yeah. is another weird thing. I, th- I know 
Joe, you've pointed out this in the past that a lot of these snares have that big echoey yeah. snare yeah. sound. This does, but then there's certain songs where it doesn't. Like the snare is actually a little little lower in the mix, but there for the majority of this album, I felt like the snare was like, boom, like yeah. way too loud. Yeah, um, I thought the the bass sounded like crap. Um, <laughs> and the sing, and the singer, while he's good, yeah. I felt like it was like the production. The producer was basically saying, okay, how much reverb can we put on your voice? Yeah, <laughs> just like let's blast the reverb all the way to the max. For what it's worth, their production and his vocals got far better. I, that's what I figured. Years. I figured yeah. that this can't be like, you know, uh, yeah. the the best of the best for them. Yeah, because like, I, I, I still I still listen to them. They had several I, albums I before this too. But this was yeah, the, the different, first different one with the singer. singer was that correct? Yeah. 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 This is the first one with, oh, Ray, with Ray Adler. Yeah. So their their singer reminded me of um a lot of Eric Ak, yeah, a little bit of Jeff Tate. Yeah. Um, He's very but, he's, but he was Eric A.K. from uh, Flotsam, Flotsam and Jetsam. Yeah. Yeah. But he, it was like he was trying to show off a lot. Yeah, yeah and, that's what and, I mean. Yeah. Later on, he stopped doing that. Yeah, he was. It was like he's trying to prove himself, and it ended up actually making him sound worse. Yeah, there's just way too many notes he's trying to hit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I that's felt like was- I feel like there was no, um, like he didn't do any really great vocal harmonies, and there were no good melodies, like. There was nothing I could hum along to with his, with his, you know what I mean? It's not very memorable. Yeah, not really catchy or hooky. Yeah, yeah. Nothing catchy, yeah. And it's just like he had certain pitches that he hit really well, but he would stick with those pitches and just, it seemed like it, each song had hit those three and it was like, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that. Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what pitchy means, but I think he's that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it means he's using different pitches all over the place, then. <laughs> and that. Yeah. Well, I mean. Whatever the American Idol guy, I think he would say he's pitchy. He's pitchy. Um, You're very pitchy. Regarding the guitar sound, this I'm pretty sure they changed the guitar sound from song to song because there's one song, and I'm trying to remember what it's which one. I think it's um, Shades of Heavenly Death, which is towards the end. It's the second to last song. Mm -hmm. It's I think that's the one. It. to me, it sounded like they were recording with a Boss distortion pedal. Oh yeah, for maybe the they were. They <laughs> probably then, were. But in <laughs> the next song, the, the big epic, Ivory Gate of Dreams, yeah. <laughs> the guitar sounds not bad at all. So they they changed it up. Uh, it was the one before. I hope I have the right song, but it was just yeah, you're right. You got it. It was like, oh, it's so tenny and. Uh, artificial sounding. Yeah. That, that was a funny thing about this album is when <laughs> I looked at it before I started listening to it, and I went, "Oh, this must be an EP. There's only six songs." <laughs> nope. <laughs> the last song is 22 minutes. <laughs> Part B of section really, three of it's uh, it's bro- If you look at the track listing, it's actually broken into yeah, eight, it is. eight yeah. sections. And yeah. but but it's really just eight songs. Well, it does feel like eight songs. There's no yeah. like it, 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 it never comes flow. back to a yeah. yeah there's no. You know, like um, it's Empire not, of the Clouds by yeah. Iron Maiden is a, like 18 minutes, and that has a, a, a theme, and it comes back to certain yeah, riffs. or Jack Luminous or something like that. Yeah, like, this, 
This doesn't. This is no. just it, like it it's literally just the a thing, song. Let's face it. This throws out another kind of aspect that I really want to talk about. This band is is, um, you know, they're trying to kind of structure or or you know orchestrate their music to you know look more intellectual maybe um you know Probably. with one song being in eight parts but it never ends and in subsections of other subsections I, of, of weird I, stuff i mean there is it does actually i just remembered it does go back to the first riff at the very end i mean oh, the, there should oh, yeah. be th- that you'd expect that there should be if they're yeah, actually it does do that, making it one song but is there a point to that should they have done it <laughs> No, and well, in '88 it was a bigger deal. Yeah, man. Yeah. In retrospect, well, you're like, mm-hmm. I mean, the other big thing. I mean, this song, "No Exit." You know, the the, the title track and the the album itself is the named after track, a, yeah. a Jean-Paul uh, a Sartre play, and I spent a lot of time in college, you know, studying existentialism. So I was, as I, we all did, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Duh, Keith, you don't have to say that. We all know that. <laughs> My point on that, though, I mean, let's face it, you know, uh, tying in more of kind of a, a philosophical or an intellectual kind of air, I mean, most metal bands did not get into that. Most metal bands stuck to f- pure aggression, singing about Satan and violence. Well, and Fate's Warning did early on, and they had a lot, of, a lot more fantasy. Well, f- hey, 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 no, no. Talking about fantasy, doing man of war bullshit is not intellectual in any way shape or form no no i'm saying that they didn't do intellectual yeah. stuff until until this before yeah. they did do more fantasy and dragons yeah. and stuff this yeah was, this uh, yes, was yes the yes. first foray into yeah that's what i'm saying yeah, one way or another they, they do in this album at least the content of the lyrics and what they're trying to kind of express is a little more um high you know uh, artistic brow. yeah i mean oh. exactly highbrow artistic they're trying to go that what other metal bands do we know that you know went that route, or, or do you feel that there is a place? You know, I mean, as much as we're talking about them, you know, they were never really yeah. that big of a band. I mean, they, they they had their fans, but and they had their talent. They definitely were some talented musicians, but uh, I don't know. I don't think that there's many bands that I listen to that go that route. So I can't really. I don't know if I can answer that question. There's probably a reason. I Dream Theater, the audience, maybe. I don't listen to Dream Theater, but maybe I don't think the Dream audience Theater. wants to, to dig on, you know, philosophy. Yeah, I mean the the you know it, no exit the uh, the play the other big song that's extraordinarily well known is "I'll Be Your Mirror" by uh, Velvet Underground. Nico, it's probably the, the biggest song Nico ever did with them. Okay, Joe, you don't know that you, you don't know Velvet Underground. Why would I know that? Because they're good. <laughs> I mean, Lou Reed did yeah, that that's great. Lou Reed, that, right? That, that, yeah, that great, that great album yeah. he did with Metallica. Oh, well, that's yeah. the worst. I never liked Lou Reed, and it's not a Metallica album. It's a Lou Reed. Album. It's a Lou Reed album. <laughs> Metallica is the back of Metallica. Band. No, Metallica really not. All. It doesn't matter. The, the point is, we don't know Velvet Underground. Okay. So. All right, well, one way or another, Jeez. I'll be your mirror. Come on. Probably the, the best song Nico ever did with them is about the play. I mean, for the most part, the structure of that play, the, the whole premise of it is hell is other people. Who's Nico? It, it, this is cool that your college degree yeah. is finally fucking working for you, Keith. <laughs> I'm glad you get to talk about this shit. Well, I, I mean, think about that. With time, with time, the entire, like, the underlying theme of the play is hell is other people. You'd think. What play? Uh, no exit. Oh, okay. The song, the <laughs> album, it, it's about the... Hell is other people. 
So wait, do you think it's a concept <laughs> album then? Is it it's a concept not. Album it's not. So? That's the only. Okay. That's the only song on there that you know references the. But it's forty-one seconds. No exit. That's just an no, intro. No, 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 no. It might be yeah. the, the that. And the Anarchy Divine is the opening. The no exit is like an. It's not even a song really. Well, it's just an intro. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I believe it was the first track that. It is. It's forty-one there. seconds. It's not really a. Well, I mean, I'm talking about the first fucking song. Like there is mention of some sort of shit that I. I'm sure there I read. is. I mean, it's one thing. The one thing that I stressed about this in my notes was just like, God damn it, I need to read the lyrics. And I, you know, Didn't. wasn't able. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I've proved the point that, that, that intellectualism <laughs> has no place at all in heavy metal. <laughs> At least not yeah, on this podcast. I think you did. Well, no, yeah, that's not on this podcast. Is that the case? <laughs> maybe we need to redefine what intellectualism is. I don't know. I, don't know. I think there's plenty of it in metal. I just don't think on this podcast there is. <laughs> no. But, I mean, that was good, Keith. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, in, I'm impressed. Yeah. I. The only thing I'd say about that is... Um, so I was playing it in '88 because we the video for Anarchy Divine was on Headbangers Ball. Oh, okay. And that's I got the album. I got the tape. Yeah. But it was one of those albums that I didn't go back to very often. Yeah. It was just kind of like on certain days you're like, I'll still face warning today. But it wasn't like, you know, it's like right. you said, Eric. It wasn't very catchy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think I, I think I wanted to like it more than I actually liked it. I didn't. I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. I guess mm. you'd say. It's. It's yeah. definitely the honorable mention category for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, I mean, and there, like I was saying about the guitar sound, there's certain songs that have the guitar sound that reminded me of Flotsam, that really crunchy, mm-hmm. which they since went away from. Yeah, I think. I mean, of, of everything on the album, as far as the production goes, the guitar is probably the best sounding thing. Yeah, oh, really. I, I just I actually took a note. Like, I, I love the bass tone. Yeah. Oh, I hate the bass on the right. <laughs> it's all flat and, and muffled and sounded like shit, in my opinion. Well, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and then the Ivor Gate of Dreams song, that, the, the way that... Uh, we were, were you talking about this, but the, the way this, the whole thing transitions is so abrupt sometimes. Mm. Yeah. We're like, yeah. Well, why I would mean, you guys do that? Well, that's why I feel no. like it should have been two, different, two or three different songs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Be a but the, two I think song. the reason they do that, I believe, is intentional. It's like, oh, then we're going to do this, and they won't be expecting it. It's like, it's, no. Yeah, probably. Write a goddamn no, good song. Yeah. You know, if, if yeah. don't, do, don't change the music to make it seem more... Yeah, talented or complicated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't I, I, complicate I do it just to be like, "Hey, mom, look one hand." Yeah, you know? I like, guarantee part of that was let's write a twenty-minute song. Like, yeah, I guarantee they were I like, so. "Let's, we should make the last song twenty minutes." You yeah. know, <laughs> just for the so fuck. Too. Well, we don't have a twenty-minute song. All right, we'll just shove shit that we could you know, <laughs> yeah, together. Right. Yeah, I didn't do a lot of research as far as like the lyrics or anything yeah. like that, so I can't really tell you. I mean, you know, this. As as I mean, let's face it. When it comes to everything we've talked about. This song is definitely not in the top ten. This album is definitely not in the top. Oh, ten. Oh no! Yeah, no, it's it's on a roll. It, it's, I mean, it's a good. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, I enjoyed and listening to it, but in in '88 there it was hard to find. Yeah, yeah. You know, heavy metal that wasn't glam. Yeah. So that's yeah. pretty much why I was like, well, I'll give these guys a shot because it was it was you know proper metal. It was yeah. good heavy yeah. riffs and. A unique singer that had, you know, you could tell it was Fate's Warning. So, yeah. and I was like, all right, well, I, I think they, they they were in that category of if if they were a local band, you would have really 
been into it. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. funny. It's funny you say that because my first thought when I heard the, I guess it's Anarchy Divine, the first yeah. song after No Exit, was this sounds like something I would have heard of Benders. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kind of like in that silence. Yeah, range, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and maybe that's what it reminded me. Of. Maybe it reminded me of Silence or that yeah. one. Remember that thing? Silence. Yeah. I think Silence might have been better, but <laughs> probably. Yeah. But they were. We also heard them later on, so I don't know. Because I'm, I'm guessing this band got um, a little more focused. Yeah, they I, did, I, and I they're much yeah. bigger in Europe than in America. Yeah, I didn't listen to any of their other albums. I, I, I have a feeling that the, yeah, the later stuff probably got more. You know, where are they is. from anyway? Uh, they're, you know? I'm not sure what state they're from. They're from America, but I don't know. Okay, I can find out real quick. But they're that's not a European. That that's all that matters. Yeah, they they America. they definitely got oh. better. They got more focused, like you said. The songwriting got better. The production got better. The singing got more calmed down. Yeah. Um, they went through a, kind of a weird phase in the '90s where it was a lot of metal bands did. Was, yeah, 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 true. Yeah, but it was it was almost. I guess it was progressive. It was just. A lot different than this, that's for sure. Yeah, You'd have to yeah. hear it. It's hard to describe. It's it was I remember buying uh I think it was parallels and it was like, Wow, this is Fate's Warning. It was weird. Mm. But I still liked it, but it was like it's the singing's better, but the songs are kind of slower and uh, mm. atmospheric and sometimes boring. Like, okay. Yeah. You know. So but we I, liked Fate's Warning. Yeah, it's it's um that's yeah. a moderate thumbs up, right? Yeah. All right. They're, they're from like, Hartford, Connecticut, by the way. Oh, okay. New England. Oh, maybe. Connecticut. Oh, then it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Name another band that came out of that place. Uh, and I, I, I think people probably compare them can't. a lot to Dream Theater, and I like yeah. Fate's Warning a lot, a lot more than Dream Theater. You like them they're more than not Dream as, Theater, really? They're not as complex as Dream, Dream Theater. Is like, watch how much, watch how much talent we have, yeah. and I can, yeah. you know, yeah. Like, yeah. we're gonna throw and, everything and we have into one song. The Dream Theater sound like the production's much better. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like this band was like Dream Theater saw what these guys were doing and some of the other yeah, bands of that yeah. era, and they multiplied it by a yeah, thousand. Yeah, but didn't Dream Theater also start in like the early nineties? Yeah, yeah, I think the first yeah. album was like ninety three. Yeah, so, I mean by that the production point, was like oh. exactly things. Let's face it, eighties metal had shit production because no one yeah. had the money, and I mean for the most part, some nobody of knew how. Nobody knew there how. Were, yeah, there were there were good uh, producers. You know, there were some. Yeah, for sure. We could uh, Ra- Randy Burns. I think is the one. Yeah, right, that we talked yeah, we about. talked about him in the past. And, he's and, probably the best. And Alex Perialis somehow did a good album. Yeah, he, he was spotty, but yeah, when he did it right, he did a really good job. Yeah, and, and, I, and I'm I don't know if when Terry dates first. He's kind of late. I think late eighties, ninety, right? Well, I did, know he he did he do Cowboys? He did Soundgarden though. Okay, before okay. before Cowboys. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't he, as as well. I mean, yeah. However, however they do it. <laughs> It, yeah. it wasn't that well known yeah. in 88. Yeah, the bulk of the albums from that era did not sound very good. <laughs> that yeah. echoey snare was well yeah. known. Yeah. yeah, God. I think they were applying like 70s rock recording techniques to these metal bands, which, you know, 70s rock's like a lot of reverb and just mm-hmm. big booming drums. And then thrash is like, you can't put a tons of, you know, tons of reverb on drums and thrash. Right. Well, didn't Death stupid. Leopard, weren't they... Didn't they always have like a big snare sound? They did. Yeah. Yeah. That was that. Yeah. So that's like Mutt Lang yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we've covered Fate's Warning. Yeah. <laughs> Death Angel. <clears throat> yeah, well, all yeah. right. All right. Violence. You want to go violence? violence? Yeah, let's get this violence. over with. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I like the album. What do you. I don't not like it. Yeah. Really? Of all three of these, this was easily my favorite. 
Really? Oh, well, wow. You know what? Okay, that's interesting because whenever I play this album in the car, Pam says, this sounds punk rock. Yes. Yeah, well, uh, like oh, When I listen to this, compared to the other ones, this one definitely has, uh, oddly enough, I feel like more of an East Coast, more New York hardcore kind of yeah. style to it. And yeah. like, the vocals are definitely, I mean, he's he's not doing what, you know, Death Angel no, and and Forbidden, or you know, they're really no, no. trying to sing. This yeah. guy, no. I mean, no. he definitely does. You know, hit notes, but he's, he's definitely got, a very style. got more of a growly, not not growly too much, uh, but still. I mean, but that's I, I maybe, like his vocals. Yeah, actually. I, I like his, exactly. He pissed delivery. off. He just he sounds pissed, pissed off. off. I, yeah. Like it, just he pissed. sounds annoyed more than pissed, pissed I, off. I, I, yeah. Like when I listen to this, I really thought, man, this is this is very nuclear saltish. Well, we can talk about a little bit um, the connection. It's funny we uh, we did a, an episode a few a few weeks back with uh, well, Craig Cicero well, from you did from Forbidden. <laughs> Three out of four <laughs> of us did. <laughs> Some of us did. Yeah. Some of us. Uh, and there's a connection there, and actually, it's actually funny because we're going to talk about three barrier bands, and Craig has a connection to pretty much all three of those bands in one way or another. Yeah. Um, but this band violence the uh two guitar players in this band um were phil demel and, and rob flynn and rob flynn was the original guitar player in forbidden yeah. uh and he actually wrote a bunch of the stuff on or a few of the songs on the next one of the next albums we're going to talk about forbidden evil um but that's it's kind of funny because like listening to a, lo- a lot of the violent stuff kind of you can hear some of the riffs that rob writes back then or rob wrote back then kind of sneak into his current band machine head like every oh, now yeah. and then you'll hear yeah. like oh that riff kind of sounds like something he did later yeah. on and machine head. solos too with phil demo oh yeah those yeah. solos are totally violent solos well not all the time but a lot of times you'll hear those like wearing bar stuff and the high pitch stuff yes yes yeah, yeah. oh they love their, their high pitch yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the harmonic stuff they love that yeah rob flynn loves those yeah the other aspect of this album that i actually I, I, maybe it's just more of the punk shit in me because, you know, I'm used to 16-minute albums, but this <laughs> album is short. You it's know, short. it's yeah. got good material. You listen from start to finish, and uh, you're not satisfied. I mean, it, it's definitely, you know, it, it, I didn't hear any, you know, anthem style in it, but, I mean, it definitely, no. like, I enjoyed this. From the, from the second I hit play and sat back and listened to the point it, it you know, it was time to you know turn on the next album. I, I had a smile on my face. It's yeah. good. Yeah. You know, I, I I got this album in '88. I bought it. I think it was Kip Mill. I was just there, and I was like, oh look, it says Bay Area. It was kind of like what I did with Forbidden. Where I was like, well, it says Bay Area, and yeah. there aren't a label that's it's Mechanic Records, so it's probably pseudo major label. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I had never heard them, and I was like, um, and I turned it over. They look like a bunch of 
dirt bags. I was like, man, they're probably pretty good. <laughs> so they look scary. They probably look. Yeah, look at the album cover and we're like, oh, wait, they're not wearing makeup. Yeah, that's got to be yeah, good. The album, yeah, the album yeah, that, cover is that was a goofy. big part of it. You're like, they're not wearing makeup. They look like you know, they beat you up. They're wearing like jeans and <laughs> leather, and all right, that's cool. They're not wearing spandex, even though I yeah, they're just right, like a jacket. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's the traditional thrash look. And they're from the Bay Area. I was like, you know, all right, I'll yeah. give it a shot and put it on and holy shit it was like this is so fast oh yeah. my god yeah. the whole album just yeah. fast good yep. lord and then the vocals that was kind of alright had to yeah. come around on them yeah I had to come around on them but yeah. eventually I the production was kind of eh, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I did definitely dig, yeah right another yeah but I yeah definitely came around and they were they were on pretty heavy rotation yeah I like I their go ahead Joe uh, well, the so I I never really got into this band as a teenager, but I gotta say the more I listen to the album, I like it more. I think each time, it's mm-hmm. it, but it's not a it's not a go to for me. No, I uh, I like their next album a lot better. I listen too. to that one a lot more. So yeah, yeah. which is another another instance where that's not the popular opinion. Really? Everyone says Eternal Light Matters is their best album. No, yeah. and pressing the masses, pressing the masses, way better. I think it blows it away. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Even from a production standpoint, I think it's way better. Yeah, yeah. But that that was Michael Rosen, who also did Souls of Black. Oh, really? The producer, oh, yeah. That wasn't a good sounding album. No, no. Souls no. of Black sounds terrible. But you can kind of tell if you listen to the way that... It's kind of that... The drums especially have a similar sound on those two albums. Why did they hire that guy? He must have been cheap. Uh, yeah, he was probably like the guy who was hanging around in the Bay Area and he was cheap. <laughs> He's like, I'll do this for pot or something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then also about... Um, he the, probably had uh, a tie to some record label like, oh man, he probably we go did. with him, um, yeah. then we could get money, you know. You know, that nephew, might be. My nephew was, was a producer. You know what? That was the Megaforce Atlantic thing. Because mm-hmm. um, I think the second Violence album was on Megaforce. Hmm. Which was distributed by Atlantic, and so was um, Testament. They're both on Megaforce slash Atlantic. Ah, okay. So what might have been? You might be right. It might have been like, well, we have this guy who we just kind of have on the payroll. <laughs> he, he works for Atlantic and Bruce's albums. My talentless nephew. Yeah. <laughs> but I, the other thing about Eternal Nightmare that I, I noticed today actually was I heard a lot of um, early Exodus influences in it, huh. like the the riffing mm. and the, yeah, kind of yeah. the gang vocals and the song structures reminded me. They were better than Exodus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of gang vocals, like the big gang vocals, vocals. That's the other big thing, of, like for yeah. me, like the kind of punk influence. The gang yeah. vocals is is I love it. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I just it finally dawned on me. I was like, oh, these guys, because I never really. That was always like, well, Exodus were a big, you know, influence in all these bands, and I never really heard it that much. I was kind of like, yeah, I guess. But today I was like, oh yeah, it really, yeah, okay, I got it. I get it now. Probably because I never got into the early, especially the Bonded by Blood, I never got into it. At all, so yeah, no. It was just, I couldn't. I don't know why you put so much effort into thinking about Exodus. I, I, you know, I always give them a shot. Whenever something of theirs comes out, I give it a shot. And well, good for you. I don't know. You're a better I, man I, than I. I try to help them out, but 
I don't just, I don't go back to him, so. I don't think it was. Where the hell were we? Were we? Who were we talking about? We were trying to talk about violence. We were talking violence, about violence. Right? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Wait, wait. No, we were talking about bio. Lens! Yeah, well, okay, so what's the deal with the hyphen in that fucking name? Yeah, I don't know. Being clever, I think. It's not clever. It's no, stupid. You took a word and you put it in half. It's, it's intellectual. Stupid. Hyphen is supposed to combine two words, and they took a word and split it into... Yeah. <laughs> we should have asked Two words that. that don't exist. Huh? Next time we oh, have Craig on, we should ask him about that. He's not going to fucking know. He might know. <laughs> He'll have a story for it. He has a story for everything. He did. That's true. <laughs> he might. That's kind of why we're talking about these albums now. Cause yeah, we didn't get a chance to really dive into them yeah. on the Craig episode, which yeah. is fine. Yeah, it's fine. It no, was, that was great to hear a lot of his stories. Yeah. Um, but we didn't really get a chance to give our review or take on these albums. So. Okay. Well, well tell, me, tell, me, tell me this. All right. We, we mentioned... You know uh, that that violence is um, like that, guitarist. Violence <laughs> 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 There's no exclamation point. Violence. <laughs> no. This uh, guitarist <laughs> used to be in Forbidden. Yeah. Now, I believe Tim mentioned back in the day that uh, there was a little bit of rivalry yeah, oh, between yeah. these two bands. Mm-hmm. I mean. Tim, if you know about that, like, like I'd love to hear a little bit about like the rivalry between. I mean, you know, maybe we should have asked the guy who was actually well, involved in that rivalry. But you know, what was that? It was well, it's you know, it's like it's when you have two bands competing. Obviously, they're going to be well. One of them used to be in the yeah, other band, and I guess so. I mean, obviously, Craig said that it kind of fractured his relationship with Rob Flynn, which uh-huh. is sad. Because well, did, he I mean, also not said, anymore. didn't he also he, say that they made that, up? But. Didn't he also say that they invited him to be in violence or something? I thought he said that they invited him to be like they came over and said we're. Yeah, I can't remember. I feel like that. he, I feel like he was in, invited to be in that band and he said no, and so like that, that grabbed Rob Flynn. I don't know. Hmm. I can't remember. Maybe yeah, but they played shows together, but it was more like. Mm-hmm. Fuck you! We're gonna kill you on stage. Not kill you literally, but we're gonna crush you. You know. Yeah. You know? yeah. It was just. I'd say I'll it was. Show you. I'd say it was healthy competition, but it sounds like it wasn't very healthy. <laughs> it yeah. sounds like they genuinely didn't like each other for a while. Yeah. Which I guess helped the, the fans because the fans probably got some kick-ass shows. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, bad. Yeah. Well, Craig was right. <laughs> well, his, his band is. Yeah. Better. Well, I think. Yeah, yeah. I was going to mention that that I think. The violence's issue, especially in the first album, is that there's there's only one speed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, there's like 180 beats per minute all the way through. Yeah. And Forbidden has more of has some of that, but then it has dynamics and it has slow parts and fast parts and yeah, yeah. yeah. The songs are more memorable for Forbidden. Better. Like, we haven't talked about. I wonder. It. We'll it, talk about I wonder. If, I bet a lot of it too is that there's no nostalgia for me with violence because I didn't. Yeah. Add to them probably. Uh, I have nostalgia for them, but it's I still like Forbidden better. It's yeah, pretty much the same. Oh no, you should, because <laughs> no. they had melodies and it's just more my know. style. I think what I'm into yeah, dynamics yeah. to their it's, music. I can understand liking either one, you know, uh, depending on what kind of what but you're into. Liking violence is definitely, but you know, more Keith, understandable for, for yeah. you. Like Rob Flynn went on, he went on to do a rap rock album. Mm. So I know you were excited about that. Well, I believe Not you entirely. invented rap rock, Joe. <laughs> it <so>. was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, violence. When I listened to it, I mean, I, I very much enjoyed it. I enjoyed all the music. I mean, I really didn't enjoy Face Warning that much, but yeah. uh, for- Forbidden Violence 
definitely, I actually would say, easily crushed uh, Death Angel's album for this week. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I appreciate. What about? Um, I don't agree, but I, I well, get where you're coming from. How about violence? I mean, how did they? You know, as the you know, we switched into the '90s. Did they? Yeah kind That's of feed a little more punk into their shit or did they no, just end up breaking they, up they broke up and and rob flynn started uh machine head uh yeah, yeah. so yeah. and then he, he eventually recruited his old guitar player from violence phil demo into machine head yeah. and yeah. they've made some really fucking amazing albums <laughs> oh, yeah. machine head is still one of the best metal album yeah, metal bands out right now so they're definitely flying the flag yeah yeah um yeah that the third violence album if you Dig that one up. It's not good. No, but the second it, one's great. Oppressing the masses. Listen, just, just listen to the song "World in a World." And yeah, uh, God, that song is so fun. Subterfuge. Yes. Yeah. Liquid Courage. Oh. It's not, yeah, that entire album <laughs> yeah. is so good. <laughs> yeah. Just play that second album. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And it's got gang vocals. It's got you know, it's it's fast like the first one. The production is a bit mm-hmm. better. The lyrics are a little bit better. Um, what about blast beats? No blast beats. Damn it. <laughs> None of these bands have blast beats. No. <laughs> what about lyrics on the Violence album? Did you? I, I thought I like the lyrics on that album. I think they're. I mean, once again, I uh, wasn't following along on lyric sheets, which I didn't know a lot of them. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you know, you should yeah, just take them yeah, they're, exactly. They're, they're entertaining. <laughs> There's something about caskets or something, right? <clears throat> yeah, that one. I kind of like that from what I could understand. Uh, um, I don't know. Lost the um, calling in the corner, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, yeah. I think. Yeah, but the lyrics of that song are hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's about a corner who loves his job, basically. <laughs> well, you should. You should love what you yeah, do. He loves being. A, yeah. Love what you do, and you'll never work a day in your life. <laughs> oh, and also, I would say that there's a live album that Violence put out. I think it was in 2001. They did a reunion run. And. These songs from the first album might be better on this live thing. Oh, really? They're nice. yeah. It's well, the production's cleaner. Wait, oh, the uh, of the first album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that too. Yeah, and and the singer is super pissed off sounding. It's, is it's the singer awesome. the same guy? Yeah. yeah. By the way, he had a liver transplant recently. And he, um, he's been he's in and out of better. ICU. Yeah, he's been doing... I think he's okay right now. Rob, Rob Flint? No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. Uh, Sean Rob, Killian. Yeah. Sean, Sean Killian is yeah, a yeah. Oh, Like, they had a big they had a big concert for him. Yes. Yeah. Like, in re- yeah. In researching all the, 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 the music for this this episode, you know, ran into a big thing where... Uh, did, did both... I mean, I know Violence obviously played, but they had... Uh, who the hell did vocals? Zetro did some vocals. Yeah. And uh, Rob, Rob Flynn, Flynn did some vocals. vocals yeah. 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 He did yeah. World in a World and a couple other. World in a World. Uh, yeah. I think he may have done um, Kill on Command, the song Kill on Command. Maybe. And I think, I know I, think, I know Craig was there, right? I think Craig did a couple yeah. of Yeah, Craig, no, Craig uh, yeah, I saw pictures show, of yeah. him. I mean, yeah. it was really kind of like an old school thrash yeah. metal, I mean, Bay Area thrash metal, like you know, all star yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. you know, all, uh, it was forbidden all. playing that too. It was forbidden without Russ, basically, yeah. without the singer. Yeah. It was the same band from the Omega Wave, which was their last album. Yeah, it was that lineup, but with different singers jumping in. Yeah, 
and play, yeah, playing he violence couldn't do songs, it. But did <laughs> violence play that? Mm. Um, yeah, well, not all of them, but they, I know Perry Strickland, who was the drummer in violence, he was there. Yeah. And uh, obviously um, Rob Flynn. Yeah. Testament, I could swear, played that. Oh, Chuck Billy. I Chuck, think Chuck Billy, Billy showed up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he showed up. He did some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so it was kind of, you know, it was almost like the Thrash of the Titans in, in a smaller way. Yeah, like yeah. kind of a more localized. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't really cool. seen lately how he's doing. I assume he's okay, or otherwise we would have we seen other news. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully he'll In, in all through. the Google searching in, in preparation for this one, we would have known if he was no longer. Yeah. Yeah. I would have heard that by It now. was looking yeah. pretty bad for a while. He was, yeah. I was worried. There for Holy shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> he looked horrible. Let's face it. <laughs> Liver disease <laughs> you know, knocked out Dave Hanneman. So, hey guys, let's drink to li- liver disease. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. I think though, that they said that, that liver they, they said that his liver disease was hereditary. Oh, really? It wasn't drinking related. Oh. Oh. So it was just something in his family. Shame on him. <laughs> yeah. That really sucks. That really yeah. sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. So, well, like I would say. Listen to Oppressing the Masses. I like Eternal Nightmare, but not nearly as much as Oppressing the Masses. So if it were me, yeah. and I'm recommending violence, I would immediately go to Oppressing the Masses. Check that album out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I dig this album too. If we're going to go to the next album, I, I would rather do Death Angel, but we can... Yeah, I think so sure. too. Give Forbidden the headlining slot. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Keith, you're outvoted. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I definitely would say Forbidden is better than this Death Angel album. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I don't wait, know. Death, this wait, album? Death, death, yeah, it is. Yeah, it this is. album? Absolutely. Because yeah, yeah. this album, I like this album a lot, though. Really? This Death Angel album. I, I mean, for oh, me, yeah. all right. I like oh, for I me, for me, oh, yeah. Death Angel was one of those bands that I saw the videos back, you know, uh, on Headbangers Ball. I, 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 I knew I wanted to get into it, and it just, you know, that was one of that was Which, one of the album that was one of the bands that I just didn't have the money. Didn't you know they weren't available at the time, and I just never got into, so I never owned anything. What, then I what time? What 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 what, what year was that? What are you? Th- what album are you talking I'm about? just saying, Death Angel is a band. Well, the first video they put out was for Board, Board which yeah. is which is off this. I'm, album, I'm just trying so. to like. I don't know. Weird. I remember the 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 first video I ever saw for them was black and white, but that's it. Yeah, it was that was right. Board. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one way or another, you know, I saw it and just like, oh, yeah, and I, it just never happened, you know. <laughs> then I got to see them in, I believe it was 2010, 2011, you know, open in the uh, Testament and Anthrax tour. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think Fuck! I mean, I, th- you, I think it was at the same <laughs> show you were at. <laughs> Fuck! Yeah. Oh, my God. I saw that, and I'm just like, I was in the balcony just staring at it like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why have I? Yeah, holy so shit! Lives. I need to go buy all yeah. of their stuff right now. <laughs> as soon as I get out of this, next week I'm gonna go buy their entire catalog. And of course, well then, Testament played and Anthrax played, and I went downstairs and bought both of those albums immediately. But uh, with Dead Angel, even after that show, I was so blown away, and I didn't go. But well, the thing about it was, as I was so looking forward. To this episode because of that because okay. I had no. I, I mean as stated I never got into them never ended up listening to them, never picked up an album so I was like yeah. all right fuck yeah I'm finally gonna listen to some Death Angel well this is mediocre yeah okay well here's the thing with Death Angel they have two eras they had two eras yeah this, they broke up right and, and they were they, the uh, uh, organization yeah the organization for a while for one album yeah but 
they broke up. I mean, that was it. That things were done. Yeah. And then in uh, 2004, Four? Yeah. they put yeah 2004 they put another album out, and that's kind of the second wave of Death Angel. Yeah, so what was that you album saw called? in 2000? That's uh, that. and killing, killing, art of art of art of art, dying. Art of dying. Yeah, dying. and that album was awesome. Yeah, great. Yeah, album. yeah. In fact, and all of their albums since I mean, they've been really good. Yeah. So the second wave. So what you saw Keith on that tour was kind of the second wave of Death Angel, and yeah. in terms of just like. Straight up good songwriting, good heavy metal, good thrash. All those albums are like that. So that's what you saw. They they performed almost all new stuff. They played like maybe two old songs. That was it. So yeah, they didn't like. It's it's completely different. Those two eras of the band are you know they're both you know thrashy metal, but yeah, but the newer stuff is so much more thrashy. Like yeah, it's more yeah. They they just. Completely abandoned that whole funk aspect. Yeah, because playing around with all there's these some other stuff ones. on Frolic Through the Park. Well, there's some stuff on Frolic Through the Park which is not thrash. It's like no, like, not at all. It's like funky. Yeah, they're slapping bass stuff. There's some weird uh, <laughs> chords going on there, and yeah, just yeah. like yeah, some. There's yeah. a bit of the. There's like a Mordred. Yeah, yeah. influence, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that influence, but. Feel? Just trying to do, yeah, mm-hmm. trying to. Or do even faith in more, kind of in a yeah. way. Yeah, kind of, yeah, a little faith in more. Just trying to add in some other elements. Yeah, yeah which works sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't. I. That's one of the things I love about Death Angel back then, though. Uh, so this album, I it, it, really Act Three was my yeah, that was, my main. Yeah, still my favorite albums. album with them. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's a, that's a great album. Yeah. Um, this album, I didn't ever really get into uh and and i think maybe their first album i got into more the, uh ultraviolence yeah the, the vocals and ultraviolence <laughs> it's not yeah it doesn't, it's not. i think well i don't think i think i got this album way after the other two is okay so it's yeah. just I a this. matter of timing but um the uh the, one thing that i really appreciate from their their early albums is they didn't like you were saying they, they have other influences they didn't yeah like the, the drumming in particular and then another drummer was like what he was a teenage he was really young like teenager. yeah 18 was, or 17 he was well he was 12 when he joined the band <laughs> so with well, the first album how old was yeah. he he was uh 14 i think he was 14 yeah, yeah. so so he's 15 yeah. on his album though so i mean yeah. he's he's amazing <laughs> at that age yeah. um and they their style is not there. You can tell they're not, they're, they're not trying to copy people. Oh no. Right. Yeah. And I love that about them. Yeah. There's, uh, there's yeah. got a ton of different influences. You can tell just by listening oh, to them. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and this is an album that I'm uh, listening to for the podcast and, and kind of uh, forcing myself to, to get into. I, I appreciate more given the environment they were in and what they actually produced i think yeah, absolutely they they deserve big you know mm-hmm. credit yeah yeah they kind of said absolutely. fuck you guys whatever you guys are doing we're going to do our own thing yeah. you know and yeah totally yeah and I, I i agree with you joe and i think a lot of this stuff has almost like a 70s hard rock feel to some it, it some yeah. of it yeah which kind of makes sense that they did a cold like, gin cover <laughs> oh yeah but like yeah. boosted up <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. But it's got it's it's still thrashy, but it's got this weird classic rock almost feel to it. It's it's interesting, yeah. Yeah, yeah like why you do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That song is so <laughs> for me. It's so catchy. Like that keeps yeah. in my head. <laughs> 
I don't know. The guitar on that, the guitar on that sounds like tin. Yeah, the production was a little yeah. sketchy. I, I mean, that's the whole thing. <laughs> like, like when I think, when I, my notes on this, you know, flat out confused. Oh, like I the, love that. The, 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 the badass bass on that, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, like that. After like the first part, I'm like listening to this whole thing. I'm just like waiting for something to happen, and then that one happens, and it was uh, that was good. And yeah. I would say, uh, what was it? Also, guilty of innocence. Yeah, that's yeah. good song. Yeah. That's good song. yeah. I don't know. I didn't dislike any of the songs. No, uh, Devil's I, Metal I, is a little like well, they kind of yeah. wrote that. Just like <laughs> it seems like there's well, we need a song about the devil, so let's. Yeah, yeah. lyrically that was yeah. not yeah. good. Yeah. We um, have to try and get on the uh, well, PMRC's <laughs> list. Keith, have, yeah. have you heard Act Three, Keith? No, that, exactly. Like none of the bands at all on this episode had I heard anything from because I just never had the money. <laughs> we need to take the 1990 well, albums from these bands, well, yeah, and give them to Keith. <laughs> This is sort of like Act Three was, I think, what they were trying to do on this record. Exactly. There's so many. Three. There's so many parts and vocal parts where you're like, that sounds like what they did on yeah. Act Three, but they yeah. did it better on Act Three. Right. Yeah, right. They, they got. They figured it out. Yeah. yeah. But you, they're sort of playing with it on this album. Yeah. They, they don't have it got right to it yet. there. I don't yeah. like. For me, the vocalist here just he's kind of bland. Uh, there's See, but I mean, to me, it's like of all these albums. And this is what I like about the metal back then was that you knew who the bands were because you heard their vocalist. You're like, that's Death Angel. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's forbidden. I will say his screams it's sometimes. A, sometimes his yeah, screams are yeah. a little like it's just I know. he sounds like a screaming girl. Like he's like, yeah, I know, the, like, scream, the screams are completely unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I his his vocal style changed actually a lot from mm-hmm. the early stuff to the the newer thrash stuff. I think yeah. there's there's no screaming on Act Three, and then I think after Act Three, there's no screaming at all. Period. Right. He's done with the, right, right, the right. screaming. Act yeah. three was great because I could play that in the car with my parents, and they kind of were like okay with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they like a couple ballads on a room it. with a view. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was the other one? Uh, room with a view, and then uh, 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 Veil of Deception. Yeah, Veil. Yeah, that was a really yeah. good song. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Falling asleep is the best song on Act Three. I think it's the last song. Yeah. That, Holy shit! I like song. seemingly in this in this time the opening track. Oh that yeah, great that's too, that's yeah. great too. Yeah. yeah. So. That, yeah, that song was like when it, when that was the first song on, on Act Three, and I was like, oh shit, these guys got their shit together. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a statement. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. But I I like Frolic though. I I got Frolic uh, new. I bought it the when it, I knew it came out. I, was, I went out and got it and bought it new and i do wonder what people thought of it because you know, no internet back then but it's a lot different than the first album i mean a lot different yeah so yeah. people i wonder if people were disappointed because there's so many different influences the first album is a straight thrash it's just mm. a thrash metal record i have to go back and listen to it because i really i never listened to that album i when i listen to death angel i mean it's either going to be act three or uh, art of dying or um yeah the newest one i like a lot too uh, yeah the evil divide that was really good yeah, that was good. But I mean, the first record is people. Another one, people are like, oh, that's their best record. Mm. It's not. It's no, not at all. Not at all. And there's, <laughs> it's not. Again, I'll go back and listen to it, but I'm pretty sure I'm not going to think that's their best album. It's not <laughs> at all. And I actually, I, I think I, yeah, I bought Frolic of the Park, new because the video for Board came out. Yeah. And we're like, oh, let's go get that. So I got it. 
And and then Stephen got me Ultraviolence for my birthday like months later. Yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> this is not very good. <laughs> the lyrics to Bored are not very good. No. <laughs> no, they're cheesy. I love the guitar solo on that song, though. Yeah. It's so weird the way it starts. It's weird. just yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck is he doing? That's just I, unorthodox. I, I, my note on Bored is, this song sucks. Really? Don't riff. <laughs> it doesn't. Don't riff. I like this. It's song. boring. But no, for like a thrash boring. album? I mean, I think it was... I think it's kind of bold. Yeah, I thought so too. Like, Sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Is it bold to suck that bad? I mean, that was the worst song on the album, easily. That's no. weird to hear that because no, 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 maybe it's nostalgia, but I. <laughs> and you eat my dick. I always, yeah, I've always loved that song. I've always liked that song. Yeah, me yeah. too. They don't. I don't know if that should have been. I don't know if that should have been the video, but it was. Probably their biggest like hit, right? I mean, bored. Act three should have gotten promoted better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened there. Yes, I don't know. They were on Geffen Records. Yeah, it was a major label. It was primed to be a giant album. What year was it? Ninety. 90. Uh. Like the year for metal albums. Yeah, yeah. Besides eighty six, eighty six and ninety. Yeah, the other year, ninety, right? Yeah, eighty six and ninety. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't Fuck know what happened there. Fuck David Geffen. Fuck him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucked up I, I i think that actually is partially true i think geffen were like we don't know what to do with this and yeah they just didn't know how to promote it mm. they don't you know they didn't really have experience with thrash bands or metal bands they were just mm. trying to cash in yeah they were and the timing was bad too because it was just about to be the 90s and geffen have uh, nirvana yes so they were probably not that excited about thrash <laughs> yeah. at that point. Yeah. Like, no, oh, we're about to be rich. Yeah. 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 So that sucks. One more little note about this album. Uh, Do it. Loudwire called uh, ranked at number eight in the top 10 thrash albums not released by the big four. Hmm. This has on Wikipedia, the uh, all music collector's guide to heavy metal and Kerrang all have it rated very high. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So it, it got, in the park. Got yeah, yeah it got got good critical. I, I would rather nice. listen to the you know the Fate's Warning album than this. <laughs> no, 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 hell no. no. No way. You're crazy. No, you're crazy. <laughs> that's insane. Can't believe that's why you're here, Keith, to be the dick. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, curmudgeon. That's that's insanity. Well, people probably feel that way. He feels that way. Yeah, so I guess so. People, you know, there are people out hey, there. Hey, everyone has their opinion. Even when they're wrong. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm kind of thinking I'm going to I'm going to look at Wikipedia's page for the next album. I bet the ratings are all lower. No, oh, they're good for, too. For like 3, yeah. All music and collectors guide to heavy metal, they're they're even higher. So. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. That's surprising. That makes sense. Keith, you should, should listen be. to the next album. Yeah. I yeah. I would love to. Well, I mean, that's one thing. Like you know, everything Tim's mentioned. You know, I was so blown away just seeing them live. Long yeah. after you know yeah. they were in. You know, I'm looking at the song list now. Yeah, it's that's that's a great album all the way through. Right. Well, the great yeah. thing is there's this thing called the internet, and yes. <laughs> it allows you to go to this website called YouTube or open up yes, an yes. application called Spotify. Or just, you know. <laughs> or buy them. You know. yeah. Support the artists. You know, that's what I try to do. All right. So, uh, forbidden. 
<laughs> or shall we uh no forbidden yeah let's move on the first time we saw forbidden was this uh what was it called again ultimate revenge was 2. the ultimate revenge 2 Ad. vhs that we got and it's on youtube yeah, yeah. You, should, you should watch it keith i think i like it all right <laughs> anyway <laughs> is he getting ultimate revenge 2 i might have it i do have it oh okay Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Okay, so I do have it. Are talking about Striper? Uh, this, is, this is... No, this is oh, porno. Uh, okay. <laughs> I see what you're holding up. I'm, I can make Ultimate out most... Revenge yeah, not all VHS tapes are porno. Yeah. <laughs> revenge. No, they were for Keith, and apparently. Then, uh, well, we had a Betamax. This is so the one. I, Wait a minute. Betamax porn? How so. early were you watching porn, Keith? <laughs> there was Betamax porn? He was 10. He was a really early boomer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's your uh, podcast episode title. <laughs> what, Betamax porn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if the, no, no. All the bands that we're talking about would appreciate that. It's Keith's no. Betamax porn. <laughs> Hey, hey, Craig! Check out the name of the episode. Yeah, I know. This is I know. Box your band. I, uh, that's the biggest thing I got to think about right now. It's just like this is the episode where we talk about the, you know, the guy who was actually involved in all this shit. You guys got to interview him. You guys got to bring him in yeah. to be a part of this. And now we're talking about yeah. his band and this, well, this episode. <laughs> Betamax. Betamax porn. porn. I think he'd appreciate it personally, but <laughs> I don't think he's gonna listen. So. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that too. That's true too. So, uh, three out of four of us think that Forbidden is far and away the best album in this. Biggest thing about Forbidden that I think is, man, guitar and bass were badass. Oh, A yeah. different vocalist would have made this. What, yeah, if they if they had a guy who was, I mean that guy he was trying to sing like I feel like he was trying to do belladonna style vocals which he shouldn't have been trying to do he could have easily kept things more in a lower range and if he had done that it would have improved the overall sound he mm. well you need to listen to twisted into form yeah I was gonna say I yeah. like we we know his folk. Like I you know, only know this album. album. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I didn't even know this band before we he, started. Uh, he immediately yeah. got better with his vocals. Uh, yeah. This you, one, I agree. But follow me. He, he goes a little too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like okay, there, there are moments. Enough. There are moments of that album where he's like, eh, you couldn't. You didn't have to do that. Yeah, um, yeah. That was like. Uh, you might even like better. Green. I was going to say, you should listen yeah, to Green, Green Keith. I, yeah. He's really I pissed off pissed. on the album. I mean, hey. He's a pissed off fucking album. Yeah. I, yeah. I, would, I would definitely have to say, with Violence and Forbidden, I would like to listen to whatever the fuck you guys could give me. Well, so. Okay. Yeah, you need to listen. They only have five albums. Yeah. Combined? yeah and, and Violence only <laughs> no, has... Forbidden. Violence has, yeah. Yeah, Violence has three, but the third one was really bad. Yeah. yeah. But all of... Uh, Forbidden, the second one's great. All of Forbidden albums are good. Yeah, they're all good. Yeah. All right. And they're all... They're all different. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're same but different. Like Miyagi, you can tell it's well. You can, t- yeah, you can tell it's forbidden mainly because the, the vocalist is, you know, is is totally recognizable as Forbidden's. Green is such an angry fucking album, man. Yeah, it's. I forgot how pissed off that album was. It's not punk though. No, it's no, not, it's not it's, angry punk. It's like just heavy. Yeah, yeah. I, I 
I really love this album. It was the singer. I would say the the singer is what. I I really feel he was trying to do stuff that he couldn't achieve. He just hmm. he was pushing himself. He was pushing himself to try and do like a lot of what pretty much most of what other '80s vocalists were doing. I, you know, high ranges, shit like that. And, and yeah. like I, I I feel that a lot of his attempts kind of came out as more of a. A shitty scream than actually hitting the tone he was supposed to hit, and mm. I mean that's that's just where I don't feel that way. I, well, I think he he hits the notes. I just don't think he needs to. Exactly. I mean, I really think if he if he just stayed in mid register, yeah, exactly. he could have. This could have been like you know, you know, twisted into well, form. Yeah. yeah, well, that's why you need to listen to twisted into form. There's only one song for me where it takes away from enjoying the song, and that's that's the last song where I'm like, that's too much. But I'm yeah. fine with it. I just think I think they're not unnecessary, but I don't go fuck that song is ruined because he screamed. Yeah. I don't do that. And of the um, just, of the albums um, that we've talked about here, they're uh, forbidden. I think from is just they're far more focused in their songwriting. Yeah, yeah the songwriting is uh, it's, it's so superior it's, to the others. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's catchy enough, but still complex. It's aggressive. It's, it's and it's really tight. tight. Yeah. Really it's tight. tight. As, 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 as the guy... Somebody. That's, as the guy... That's what you well, want. Time out. As the guy who... I mean, I love... I, you know, one out of four. Uh, thinks the, the, the Violence uh, album was better. Mm-hmm. And it's... You know, you're right. There wasn't as much musicianship in there. It was, you know, more or less... Speed, thrash, Speed, yeah, and and and, and getting in intensity. Uh, this definitely, you know, forbidden definitely expressed a lot more musicianship. They yeah. definitely, you know, did a lot more. They attempted a lot more vocally. I don't know if they succeeded. That's you know where it came to me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's that's well. Again, you reverence. need to try their. Yeah. Later subsequent song. albums i think yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the that was the most um of all their albums that's the one where he does that stuff the most by far oh yeah 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 so in other words listeners buy all of the albums by forbidden violence and death angel sure. i wouldn't yeah. Disagree with that. <laughs> yeah go for it yeah Why i not? wouldn't yeah the only one of those well, that I'd say I would be kind of a downer is the third uh, violence album. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't vouch for violence. I, I would say if you want to get the best albums from each one of these bands, buy their 1990 album. Because <laughs> yeah. if you're looking at each of these bands, every single one of them had pretty much their best album in 1990. Of the, of, well, not not Fate's Warning, but yeah, yeah, you're right. The big three that we're mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah, yeah, we're not really talking about Fate's Warning. Uh, but forbidden, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Forbidden. I'm gonna got, blame Tim for ha- adding them in here. <laughs> forbidden has other best albums that weren't in 1990, but they're they're hard to pin down as their best. I know, I know, Twisted into Form is their best album, but mm-hmm. they were different, and all their albums were different enough. Yeah, to where. You can get any of them. Yeah, I think it. Yeah. Uh, it and, if you yeah, like thrash, right. they'll 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 be good. Yeah. There's almost uh, what's what's the um, what's the term for Caius? And there's like desert, desert, desert rock, desert so stoner rock. I feel like uh, desert green has a has that vibe to it in certain parts. You know what I mean? It's got some tuned down 
It's like it's super heavy. It's a little slower. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, early 2000s. Stoner Rock. That's what it's called. Right? Stoner Rock. Yeah. yeah. That's what they call college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, that, yeah, but they're kind of their own thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, but this was early 2000s was green. And it was a time of like, um, I don't know, like Static X and like all these different like, I don't know. Well, yeah. It was a weird time for metal. Yeah. Early 2000s. They're forbidden to their own um, thing, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And that album is, is is definitely the most different album if you're looking at, you know, as far as thrash albums go, you know, you got Omega Wave and, and Twisted Into Form and, and uh, Forbidden Evil. Yeah. And Green is more this kind of mishmash of, like, almost new metal. I hate saying that, but it's a little bit new metal stuff. But then there's, like, this just really heavy fucking angry shit in there. And yeah. it's, it's kind of a... Can you play Undertaker? Uh, is that on green? Yeah. What album is that on? Oh, that might be on Distortion. I think I think it's on Distortion. It was uh, yeah, play play Undertaker for Keith. Maybe he'll. That riff is awesome. Yeah. They do a, um, that's a Venom song too on that album, right? On Distortion? Is it a bonus track? Well, there's there's a 20, 21st Century Schizoid Man. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which right, is, um, that's a, uh, uh, God damn it. How do I know? King Crimson, right? Yeah. King yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then a Rip Ride, which is Venom. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have that on mine. I don't know. Mm-mm. Got something Tim I, I'd be interested to hear that 21st century yeah, schizoid band because that is yeah, I mean that, that's like one of those songs that you don't attempt to cover because <laughs> holy <laughs> shit is they, it done well well they did it and uh, Void, uh, Voivod did it and they both do it really well I yeah that's right yep yeah. I think Forbidden does a bit better because you know vocally they have more alright we're gonna hear more going for them Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) You feel that in your taint, don't you? (laughs) Yeah, there it is. Yeah. I mean, that's heavy. Yeah. God. That's heavy. It's like Black Sabbath doing this song. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, It's good stuff. I mean, but that is one of those songs, like, you hear the original, like, you think no one should even touch that, you know, as a (laughs) cover. They did a damn good job. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that uh, that brings it heavy up a little shit. bit. Heavy as fucking hell. I mean that. Good. I mean the original is fucking just. I mean that's the one. I don't know. You that I love that song, but that fucking did it justice. Yeah, that fucking did it right. Yeah. There's there's, the, there's like the I don't know. There's a hatred in that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't yeah. even know it's supposed to be there, but it is. Oh, and they do it. It's <laughs> supposed to be there. <laughs> it's like, shit, what yeah. that? But that's a band like Forbidden was angry. 
because yeah. they didn't get their due. Mm-hmm. I think it came through in their after um, uh, um, twisted into form. Yeah, they there was just a, a pervasive anger that they. Yeah, that album should have been huge. Yeah, 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 should have been. Ninety three. We we should probably play some of that. Can you play some of that for for Keith, Eric? Yeah, sure. Mm. Uh, it was it was a ninety three album. No, nineteen ninety. We're talking about right. twisted into form. Nineteen ninety. Uh, what's it going? Step by step, out of body. Um, any? I mean, any infinite, infinite, probably. Already awesome. Yeah. get it uh yeah i absolutely do get that and i actually hear specifically the vocalist gets to kind of you know get into what he's good at i mean seriously he hits his range exactly he hits his range he actually goes to where he can hit and not tries to go any higher. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is that is so big where stays in range and he kinda, you know, adds in a little forcefulness to what he is. Yeah. I mean, a, yeah. a different producer on that album or was it the same producer from the first album? Different know? different producer. So that could have been something. That could have been the producer's input. I, th- I you know hope I mean? that it was the band, yeah. you know. They well well I remember on I'm, one of the videos he said that um he would try to hit the high notes and he was so stoned that he couldn't hit it. <laughs> his voice would just give out. Well, that's, then that's probably the case. He probably knew his own limitations at that because point. of drugs. Drugs. <laughs> yeah, drugs were good in this see, instance. <laughs> see where they they pay off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, that album's amazing. Watch Robo. That's a classic all-time thrash album, Keith. Like that one. If if I would direct you to a forbidden album, yeah, absolutely. That one. Uh, definitely. Or definitely. anybody listening. It's, uh, There's people listening, right? All seven people. <laughs> we, we expect. All seven. We expect the, somebody um, is. Same producer on this that we mentioned before, Michael Rosen. Oh, okay. What? Yes. Yeah. The talentless guy? <laughs> yeah. He produced, he produced this it's album. It's a good sounding album. Really Was he just album. guessing? I don't know what happened there. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I mean, no hey, idea. hey, hey. The talent of the band in and of itself could... I mean, if the producer's just like, I'll just hit this record button, maybe that's just We know what Souls happened. of Black was rushed, so that's part of it. Yeah. Souls of... I mean, every Testament album was rushed. But Souls of Black sounds particularly bad. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'd say Ritual sounds worse, but... It sounds worse in yeah. a different way. Yeah. Yeah. The songs are Yeah, it's got a... Yeah. Uh, well, they're, they're also not as good. They're, I like that yeah. album. We're not talking about Testament. I'm just forbidden and violence and Death Angel. If we talk about we're not talking about Testament, we're talking about San Francisco Bay Area thrash bands, not Testament. Wait a minute, huh? What happened? Other than Testament. So Paul Bostaff, the drummer of Forbidden, I think he. Did play with Testament? Is that right? No, no, no. it's Alex. Uh, what's it? oh shit? You're thinking of John Tempesta? No, I'm thinking of um, the guitar player. 
Alex. Oh, he joined the. Oh, oh, James. No, not James Murphy. No, the James guitar Murphy. player on Jeez. this album that we're supposed to be talking about, Forbidden Evil. Oh, okay. Oh, the lead guitar oh. player. Went oh, to yeah, Testament. I, yeah, that's right. He did. He did. And I can't remember his last name. It's, uh, it's Glenn Alvarez. 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 It's A L V E L A I S. Alvela, Alvela. What if it's uh, French? It might be an. Uh. So he went on to form. He, he went on to join Testament. He, Briefly, yeah. He was in Testament. We met him. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, Eric. We weren't even drunk, man. <laughs> no, I just forgot that he was in the band. That was a long time yeah. ago. It was a long You've time. Been ago. Watching <laughs> too many of those Betamaxes. Ninety-two, right? Our Some glory days were a yeah. fucking long time ago. So yeah. Yeah. I just forgot that he was in the band. That's all. He was on a uh, one of their EPs. Is he on Low? So he was on Return to the Apocalyptic City. Yeah, that one. All right. Um, that's a good one. And yeah. Demonic, he was on... Well, he has one solo that's, on Demonic, apparently. That's their worst album by far. Yeah. What, Demonic? Oh. I don't even have it, so... No. It's just death metal. But I remember that we saw them on that Return to the Apocalyptic City tour. Yeah. They did a whole tour around that, that album. Mm-hmm. Uh. Um... And that, yeah, that's when we met ninety three. So yeah, ninety three. Yeah, I remember that. You asked him how he learned the solos, and he just said he rewound the tape over and over. <laughs> I asked him that. What a dumb question! What a jerk! <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? How did you learn the solos? Yes, remember that Brett time? <laughs> <laughs> remember that time? <laughs> you were in you that band testament. That was awesome. <laughs> That was awesome. That was a hoax, right? <laughs> How'd you learn the solos? <laughs> what a dork. <laughs> I listened to them and then played them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I> got, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you not remember this? this? <laughs> I, really, I have no recollection yeah, of Yeah, you did. And he's like, I, mm. ta- he's like, I had a tape player. It rewinds. I remember, asking, I remember asking John Christ about his pinches, but I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> never forget about that. <laughs> oh, Keith wasn't on that episode. That's right. He missed that story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So one way or another, we've listened to uh, Fate's Warning, which, you know, hey, it's 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 not horrible. It's, it's you know, it's enjoyable. It's, it's all right. You know, hey, you know, you it's can ish. listen to it. It's like, a, it's like ish. I didn't. Yeah. I did not dislike it. I wouldn't not listen to it again. And <laughs> we got Vio Lynch, which <laughs> you know. I mean, they got more of a fast, thrashy, yeah. hardcore style, and straight up thrash. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, that's hyphens everywhere. It's not very <laughs> talented in order to pro- create or produce that kind of style, but. It is fucking fun as shit, and it's I, my favorite of the four that we listen to. To play that fast and re- remain a tight band is pretty. That's pretty talented. Yeah, yeah. But could, for, for, for me, for me, for me, easily my favorite of the four albums that I listened to this week. Four well, this week. Violence. That's interesting. Well, you ended on a completely wrong note. No, I am not ending. Somebody else pick this shit up and start talking about oh, Death Angel or Forbidden. Forbidden is by far the best band that we talked about tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You can say that. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, did. I know. I. Hey. 
They were a band that should have been a lot bigger from the Bay Area. Yeah. They got kind of screwed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Business is business. Hey, yeah. metal, you let us down on that bench. Yeah. Metal community, although, yeah. Uh, time, the, um, I think, kind of fucked them over, too. Although, yeah, no, they were, they were around when... The, the they were around in the late 80s. They were just getting their feet fucking wet into it when all of a sudden, let's face yeah. it... 1990. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the 90s but, happened. But the thing yeah. is, they kind of... The anger that was their sound later on... I mean, yeah. I don't know if it would have worked if they were the big band... You know, I mean, there's yeah, yeah. probably not. It's hard to say. Are we gonna? Are, so are we done? Are we gonna? Are we, anything more on forbidden? I mean, you uh, hey, if, if, one if of you my, guys want to say anything more, I do. I'll I, say this. I mean, that's one of my favorite that, bands. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think most of us agree that. Well, let me ask most, you. Well, time time out, talk, 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 talk. let me ask you this. Time out. Let's face it. You guys, you guys actually had Craig come in for. An interview. He was in. How the hell do you guys in know Eric's him? House. Yeah, well, well, that's yeah. a good story. Yeah. We did have we broke bread with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Broke bread. Mm-hmm. It was a pretzel. Well, Tim, Tim could tell the story how we kind of pulled that off. Yeah. You, I, okay. Um, so I put a bunch of bootlegs on YouTube, um, including forbidden bootlegs, because I thought I'm just sitting here collecting dust. I might as well just share them with the world. I mean, fuck it, they're old, you know. And somebody started commenting and saying, hey, Craig, check these, these bootlegs out on YouTube. And then I looked and I was like, those are, those are the ones I just put up. So I commented and said, those are, I put those up. That's my YouTube channel. I put those are from me. And then Craig said, Tim Ford, we need, we need to have a chat. And I was like, oh, God, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I said was we have to have a chat. I was like, oh, fuck. I can delete oh. them. I can delete them. And he said, I want copies of those. And um, you're like, a thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah. Then he said, "This is weird." He said that um, at the time, this was like three years ago. He said, "We're working on a uh, like a home video forbidden thing, like putting old stuff out on a video and kind of the story, like a documentary." And yeah, I guess that that never happened. But um, he he said he wanted archival footage of the band, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll send you whatever you want. I'll send you everything I have," I which I then did, and then I. I kind of felt like he owed us a favor for that. Oh. <laughs> you know. Cash that. To yeah. get it. I don't know that he even remembered who I was when I asked him about the podcast. Maybe he might have actually because Facebook keeps a chat record. So he probably saw yeah, the last yeah, time yeah. I talked to him was when I gave him those bootlegs. He's probably like, oh, this guy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he might have thought, yeah, I owe these guys. So, well, yeah. That was a badass, ep- well, two badass episodes. Yeah. And it was yeah. still really cool to... And if you want to listen to those, it's episode four. And uh, if you're yeah. here at this point, just listen to all of our episodes. Yeah. yeah. What the yeah. fuck? It's not hard. Yeah. It's yeah, not hard back. at all. Go back. I think we're yeah. And hopefully we'll have Craig on again in the future because he was. Yeah. Awesome. I would. Yeah. I would love to hear his opinion. Well, really, on any of this shit. Or well, you know, a, it would be good got... to have Russell Anderson on and talk to Keith yeah. about his vocals. <laughs> <laughs> But remember what Craig said about it? What's that? Craig said they recorded that whole thing. The whole album was done in like eight days. And they oh, said that right. the, the vocals were done he, in like he a wasn't, day. And he wasn't and he there. And he wasn't even there. Yeah. He wasn't there. He yeah. oh, that's so, right. So then they heard it and he was going, what the fuck did you guys do? Yeah. <laughs> like they changed lyrics and they changed some of the, you know, vocal melodies and things like that. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. who knows? It'd be interesting to hear what it, what he would have liked it to sound like. You know yeah. what I mean? 
And the other weird thing was that when he said that that uh, Forbidden was almost signed by Rick Rubin, and that Rick Rubin would have produced Twisted in the Form, that would have been and then, different. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't. That could have changed everything. Yeah, he said the album would not have sounded anything like it does, which would be right. bad. Yeah. Right. yeah, and I was like, it was right. horrible. Really? Yeah, he said, like in retrospect, it's it's probably better than it didn't happen. Cause yeah, because he said Ruben doesn't like thrash, which is weird to say because Rick Ruben produced Slayer, but yeah. yeah, I don't know why he said that. But he's saying that Rick Ruben would have changed. Basically, he would have almost rewritten the songs in a way, yeah, mm. or had them rewrite them. You know, mm. so I don't know. I think that worked out the way it, it wor- should have. So it was supposed to, yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. I think we covered it all. I think so. We've said it all. All right. Let me uh, do some social media stuff here so we can get out of here. Facebook.com slash Summertime Podcast. Yeah. Twitter.com slash SIT Music Podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Instagram. (laughs) Dig the Instagram. Yeah, dig it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just find us. Fuck it. What? No. Where do you find it? Dig it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cyrus wants to know. Yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Can you dig it? Instagram.com slash somewhere in time podcast. And find us on iTunes and, and all that shit. And, uh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what Joe said. Yeah. Dig it. We're done. We're fucking done. That's it. Come That's it. Energy. Energy. It. Aggression. Power. To sum it up, it's a vulgar display of power. Metal and in certain other forms of rock give teenagers something to believe in that they get no place else. The human element of making music is what's most important. Singing into a microphone and learning to play an instrument, that's the most important thing. Dumb.